This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 110 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Shooting music and horses. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Uncle Jimmy's. And you can find them at uncle-jimmy's.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hay or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And I'm Tammy Strantz And this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show Well, welcome Tammy to the Stable Scoop Show You're back again I am back again for the third time. <laughs> I know you've been become a regular here on the Horse Radio Network. You were on the Stable Scoop show with Helene and I, and then you were over on the Western show, and they, they, they loved you over there. They had a blast talking about shooting over there. And, they, and then I think you've been on uh, Horse Tip Daily with me as well, doing some tips. Yep, that's right. I've been on a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Well, we're glad to have you back. We should explain to everybody, this begins our WEG coverage. Uh, we are now starting with the World Equestrian Games, and everybody on, on the Horse Radio Network is hands on deck. So Helena will not be with us for the next, like, four weeks. These shows have all been pre-recorded, and we have some very special guest hosts uh, with us, and Tammy is one of them, and we'll talk a little bit about Tammy here in a second. So for the next four weeks, we will have these special shows for you during the World Equestrian Games. Don't forget that you can listen live to our coverage of the World Equestrian Games every night during the games at 8 o'clock on the 2010 radio show. It's 2010radioshow.com. You'll see a live player right there on the homepage. 8 o'clock every night we'll be doing a show live from the International Equestrian Festival in downtown Lexington. And it'll be a wrap-up show of the day. We'll get some of the riders and, and drivers and athletes on with us. So that should be a lot of fun. Samantha and I are looking forward to doing that. And we're looking forward to having you join us. But in the meantime, we have we have some fun shows planned here on the Stable Scoop radio show for you. And I am just thrilled to have Tammy join us again. Tammy, we referred to you the last time, and I think on every show we've ever done with you, as the world's most dangerous woman on horseback. And I don't know if that gets old, but it just sounds cool. You know, it doesn't get old because I've actually had a, a, quite a few people refer to me as that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody that watches you, what Tammy does is mounted shooting in, in competition, and she is like a multi-multi-time world champion, national champion, every kind of champion you can imagine. Are you the most successful female ever to do this sport? 
I would say I'm, I'm the most consistent female and I'm, I've won every single major championship there is. I've just been really lucky to have some great horses and have some great guidance in the sport. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've got a lot of buckles on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see your wall and it looks like, it looks like a, it's just covered. <laughs> you think I'd get better cell phone reception with all this metal in this building? How do you decide which one to wear? I, I bet you wear a normal belt buckle, don't you? You know, the funny thing is I have – I don't know how many buckles are on my wall, you know, maybe 150. I, I have two that I've worn. <laughs> and, I, you know, I've, I have a world champion – my first world championship buckle I, I love. It was very special to me. And then – but I do wear the second one because I'm always worried that if I don't wear a buckle that's recent, people will think I haven't done anything. You're a husband. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always trying to wear one that's kind of a little recent <laughs> – no paranoia there, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, that's my secret. <laughs> but you know what I heard one day? I heard a saying, it's better to have been a has-been than a never was. That is true. I mean, so, if you were a never uh-huh. was, you didn't have belt buckles on your wall. I, I can look at, I'm looking at my wall, and there's just definitely no belt buckles hanging up there. I can send you one if you don't mind the cowgirl on there. <laughs> I guess it depends how cute she is. Ah, let's not go there. All right. So, Tammy, you are obviously the world champion shooter. And you have. we did a show with you earlier. People can go back to StableScoop.com. And, and we, spent, we spent a whole show with you. And we just had such a great time. That's why I wanted to invite you back. But you're also the spokesperson for another organization, too. I am. I'm the spokesperson for the American Competitive Trail Horse Association. It's it's an association. We have trail riding obstacles. It's six miles. It's just a really casual competition. And I, I've really enjoyed that. And, and that's been good for my shooting horses to get them out of the arena and out on the trail and kind of give their minds a break. So uh, I've been lucky enough to work with both associations. And there's no loud gunfire on the trail. No, 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 I wrote the rule book, and it says no <laughs> firearms on the trail, and I wrote that. So that probably just, killed you. I mean, that was geez. so wrong. I, <laughs> I had to take my holster off my saddle. You need to develop a, a subset of the American Competitive Trail Horse Association, the American Competitive Shooting Trail Horse Association. You know, I, I've there, done the, that. Have you? That, I did. I went to a uh, the Brackettville in Texas has an Alamo set. And you know where they filmed, I think, John Wayne's Alamo? Yeah, yeah. And we set up some targets around there, and we got to run through the Alamo compound shooting. Oh, how cool is that? That, that was super cool. Were the Mexicans on the outside waiting to come in? <laughs> you know what? I actually crashed in that. I, uh, <laughs> I was trying to turn too fast on the grass. You know, my horse slipped. And um, but it was pretty good. I got back on and everything, and I finished, and it was all fun. But <laughs> I, I guess that was. I have to imagine people. Don't, you know, if you don't, if you've never seen this, just go to YouTube and look for mounted shooting and watch some of it. And we'll post. Uh, I'm sure there's some uh, YouTube videos of you shooting, and we'll post yep. one of those on our website here on, for this episode. But uh, you know, I I got to imagine that as fast as you go, you're doing, you're shooting out ten balloons, riding a course. And doing all of that in 11, 12 seconds, right? Yep, yep. Uh, the fastest time I've ever seen, I witnessed a 7.7 second run. And that was in oh a really gosh. small arena. Yeah, I, I, that wasn't me. I thought my nine seconds was good. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, so, and the other thing people don't realize is you only have a five shooter. You have to switch guns in the middle. 
I, yeah, people don't realize that and people don't realize that it's single action. And that means you've got to pull the hammer back every time you pull the trigger. And that's really the limiting factor here. <laughs> and if you watch these rides, you will not see them pulling the hammer back. It is that fast. You don't even notice that when you watch it on, on YouTube and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, OK, so you've done this for years. You, mm-hmm. You've done hundreds of these shows. You've trained the horses, and you're a very good horse trainer. We should mention that because that's part of what you do for a living now is, is train horses for people. You must have broken every bone in your body at one time or another. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and my major accidents weren't broken bones. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fine. You know, the thing is, if you have the right handle on your horse, and, and sure, accidents are going to happen, but... That just goes with horses, but it's about having control and reducing the risks for yourself. You know, if you have a horse that has a good handle and you have a good mind about you, you know, it's your likelihood of you getting hurt is slim. But but I have had a little mishap every now and then. (laughs) I'm sure. I mean, you know, I come from the inventing side of the world where mishaps are commonplace. Um, But, you know, I imagine over there it is, too. Now, tell me, I was just reading an article the other day on the funny things that happen at competitions. What's the the most humorous thing that's ever happened to you in a competition? There must be something. um, I can think of a lot. Um, One time I got my holster stuck over my saddle horn. I'd lost some weight. I had been sick, and I didn't... I didn't have any smaller holes on the back of my belt, and I was leaning over, running as fast as I could home, and my gun belt uh, had slipped over my saddle horn and stuck me to the saddle. <laughs> and that that scares me because I've seen someone hurt like that. One of my uh, dear friends in Missouri, Teresa Cox, she got hurt that way um, at, a, at a major horse show. So every time that happens to me now, I get these flashbacks of her getting hurt and how awful it was. So um, I had that happen. Um and I've had um, – I'm very focused when I shoot. I don't like Okay, everybody. Happening. Tammy is very focused all the time, not just when she shoots. Okay. <laughs> we have to get her to loosen up a little here. Okay. Maybe I have a little bit of OCD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm ADD. You're OCD. We got a, we're a great combination. You know, I'll tell you something scary off the subject, but I, I have this little bracelet. It's a little beaded bracelet. It goes on my saddle horn. And, and it helps me focus. I look at that after each run, and I ha- I've had it there for the last five years. I, I, every time I adjust that, the flower on the bracelet has to sit the middle of the saddle horn. And if it's not right, I can only adjust it to the left. <laughs> <laughs> That's how OCD I am. <laughs> so, um, you know, have you seen that bumper sticker on Facebook? It says, I'm not OCD, I'm DCO, because that's the right letters put in the right order or something like that. No, it, I haven't was, seen that one. It was really funny. I'm, I'm that OCD. <laughs> 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 All right. So now, you, you have actually, I have to thank you for something, and that's for planning the show today, you, because we have been so busy, obviously, getting ready for the World Equestrian Games and all our coverage of that. We, uh, I asked you, could you please plan the show too? Not only did I call you up and say, would you kindly do a co-host job with me? I said, oh, not only that, will you please set up the guests and plan the show? And you were so kind to do that, and I, I really appreciate it. So tell us what we have coming up today. You will. You've act, you've got my favorite guest today. That's what happens when you have me. <laughs> wow, that's show. good. Um, we have Rock Clark joining us. Rock Clark lives in Columbia, Tennessee. Is his he first is- name really Rock, like in a rock? 
Yeah, like yeah. yeah, just like Rock. I mean, that's really that's easy to spell. Please tell me Rock <laughs> Clark is a cowboy because that would just fit. Rock Clark is a cowboy. Okay, Rock, yeah, Rock Clark it. is about as cowboy as cowboy gets. Oh, don't wait a minute. Handlebar mustache. Uh, uh, maybe not quite as cowboy as cowboy gets. <laughs> <laughs> mustache. A, no, no, no? He, okay. he's got the horse and he's got the guns. Okay. He's got the holsters <laughs> and the hat. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and you know what? He's got the son. Rock Clark has an unbelievable son called Cody Clark. Uh, we'll have to find out exactly from Rock how old Cody is. I'd hate to give you the wrong year, but Cody is a phenomenal shooter. A- and I have seen him outshoot his daddy on, on multiple occasions. So, yeah. um, And th- you said this is a shooting family. Rock, his wife, and the son all shoot and all are like top-level shooters. They are. They are. They, the wife shoots, the son shoots, and Rock shoots. When you see that trailer pull up at a shoot, you know something's going to happen. <laughs> you know that your day just uh, got more complicated. Got a little higher. Yeah. Yeah, the payouts just got a little less. <laughs> now, Rock, you said, is one of the top in the world and one of the best there is. Rock, Rock is. Rock is truly, I hate to call him a, a legend because he's still, he's still there. But Rock has won everything. He's gone everywhere. And, and what's the best thing about Rock? He's helped everybody. He's really there for the good of the sport, uh, regardless of who he's helping, whether it's his family or not his family. Rock, Rock is an unbelievable champion. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to him. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and you know he knows me very well. I uh, I live with Rock about a, a month a year uh, at his place in Columbia, Tennessee. When I was chasing my high point championship, so if Rock says something about me, <laughs> <laughs> now I know I got I, now, now I know, know what kind of questions I need to ask. <laughs> <laughs> change change the questions. And is Tammy really that OCD? <laughs> He will say yes. <laughs> so the chaps are all lined up in little rows, and the, the guns are all hung a certain way. And the boots have to go on a certain way, and the Velcro has to sit a certain way, and I have certain <laughs> colors for certain days. Brown is, is Friday, and purple is Saturday, and if I'm lucky, red is Sunday. <laughs> you, you don't even want to go there. <laughs> I'll scare you. <laughs> and then you have something completely different planned, too, for a second guest today that I'm really looking forward to, too. I do. Uh, Marianne Kennedy is one of my dear friends, and she is a singer and songwriter in Tennessee. And she's got a great musical career, but what I really like about Marianne, she uses the role of horses and how that's played in her life to write her songs. And so she's got a lot of information about her music coming out, and she's got some CDs, and she's, she is so sweet and she's very passionate about her horses and the role they've had in her music. So. Marianne's a great guest. So we go from cowboys to country music. Uh, that's appropriate, appropriate for you. And we should mention to everybody that that accent um, is not <laughs> fake. It's real. Uh, and it's one of the most unique ones you're going to hear on the Horse Radio Network. As most people that are fans of the Horse Radio Network know, we have a lot of English co-hosts. And uh, this is definitely Australian with a lot of Texas thrown in. And you'll hear the Australian accent come out with some you-alls, and that just cracks me up. Yes, and and don't give me the websites to read out because people don't understand. (laughs) You've done very well, I have to say. that You're very understandable. I, 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 I think I understood most of what you were saying today. Well, Tammy, I think it's about time we get our first guest on, uh, the cowboy by the name of Rock Clark, world champion shooter. And we're going to do that right after this message, and we'll be right back. 
Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And I have on the line here Kyle Carter, who is an international eventer and well-known throughout the eventing world, who uses Omega Alpha products. Kyle, I understand that you started using uh, Omega Alpha about a year ago. Yeah, I've, I've been using it for about a year and have noticed a remarkable difference in the horses that have been on it. And then um, if, they've, if they've come off of it, the horse's health always has been better on it. Um, it's one of the few supplement companies that I wholeheartedly believe in. Well, thank you, Kyle. You know, Omega Alpha brings consumers the perfect marriage of nature and science. Look for all of their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. Okay, welcome back. This is Tammy Schrantz, and I'm with Glenn the Geek. And we are going to introduce Rock Clark. He is a world champion mounted shooter, and we're going to talk to him about his life and his career. Are you there, Rock? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Tammy. How are you? I am great. So I've been telling everyone about what a great shooter you and, and especially your wife and son are. So can you tell us a little bit about your, your CMSA career and the things that you've won? Well, I started off in 2001. Uh, my first shoot was in in uh, Columbia, Tennessee at the Mule Day Parade. Uh, <laughs> did fare so well there, but I got some good <laughs> advice from, from from the shooters from Missouri and Ohio and and, uh, okay, Rock, hold on a second. I've got to ask you a question about that. I already have a question. So you said you were shooting at the parade. Is that at, <laughs> at the people lining the streets? I mean, there'd be a lot of targets that way. Well, well that's the only way I can hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go the way you said that sounded funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, in, in, in the CMSA rule, there's 10 blues. I had to have a whole lot more targets than that on my first try. Hey, kids, come on over. Line up. Hold this for me. Hold this balloon above your head. See, there, there you go. Can't stationary anything. Still, I can't hit it. We are shooting off moving targets there. Sorry, Rock. Okay. Poor Rock. Rock's won a lot. <laughs> just the way he said that cracked me up. This could be a long interview. <laughs> hey, Rock, what? what how, why did you pick shooting? Well, actually, it was it was just a fluke thing. Uh, a friend of mine came over to my house, and and we had barrel raced and and done a lot of trail riding of, of, of that nature. And he says, "I have found a sport that you really need to try." And I went over to a Mr. Ken Jenkins' house, and it was in the backyard, kind of, and, and rolled not much bigger than a round pin, and and I tried it, and and I'm telling you, it's it's like it's like a drug. Once you once you've done it, you you are hooked and you are addicted to it. Not only because it's fun, but the people in this sport is just incredible. There's not a state in the USA that I cannot get in my truck and drive and pick up the phone and not be able to talk to someone that will say, Rock, you can stop over, like your horse is here, and will not cost you a penny. That's the biggest reason I, I really enjoy this sport is the people. 
Well, you know, if Tammy's any indication of that, and, and <laughs> she's one of the very few shooters I know, uh, I would agree with you. Yep, well, and Rockstraw, one of them too. But to, to be honest, Ricky, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed. I really sit in the middle of the, of, of the CMSA heartbeat because of the clubs. That, from my house, I can be at a shoot every single weekend within at least six hours of my house. And like Tammy, uh, <laughs> uh, Conrad, and several other shooters that have, have went after the, the points race at the end of the year, they've actually come to my house and stayed weeks on end <laughs> because they can go to my house to eat shoot, and it's just a blast to get to know people from different origins of the, of the country and the world. I mean, it's, it's, it was really a fun, fun time in my life to have different people stay at my house. Now we were picking on Tammy earlier because she's self. Uh, she 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 agrees that she's a little OCD, obsessive compulsive. Everything has to be in its place in a certain way. Is she that way when she stays with you too? Well, uh, well yeah. <laughs> she would get up in the morning, feed the horses, then sit outside in her trailer playing on her computer all day. <laughs> no work was done. <laughs> I rode Rock's horse for him occasionally, and his wife Terry's horse. So uh, yeah, yeah, Rock then certainly I, is in the center. Then, then, then I spent weeks getting him back to back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, how old was your son when he started in? Cody was eight or nine years of age. Uh, you know, time flies, and you. As you get 44 years old, you kind of forget exactly how old he was. But he was in, he was in the eight nine range, and uh, he started off on a pony called Ger- Geronimo. And about every other stage that he rode, the pony would buck him off, and I didn't think I was ever going to get him riding. He rode a lot like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rock, tell us a little bit about Cody. And, and I know when I go to the shoots, I see you on the fence, and you're. You, it seems like you want Cody and Terry to do better than you do, and and that's very that's so admirable to me that you have that that passion for your family. So, um, you know, what are you hoping for Cody when he runs, and what are you thinking when he runs, and and how do you explain to to your son about winning and losing and and trying to keep your head in the game? Well, you know, Tammy. Watching Cody run, actually, since he's since he's become a level six, I've I've actually asked the people to let me run first so I can actually uh, get my mind straight on my run because whenever he runs, after he runs, I'm just I'm just so tore up. I mean, you've got to actually be a parent to understand that. I mean, I will give Cody the best guns, the best posters, the best anything I can so he will enjoy it, so he will have fun, and I guess be selfish so I can be proud of him. Uh, but there, there are no words to, to explain when I'm watching him. And, yep. And, yep. and as far as Terry goes, my, my wife, she, she says she is the, the, uh, the barn maid is what she calls herself because she, <laughs> Phil doesn't run as, as fast as Cody and I, but I'm going to tell you, if I just shoot like my wife, 
she's more consistent than Tony and I both. And watching her, my heart bleeds for her because I know she wants to run fast like you and and, yep. and Tammy, Tammy Townsend and and all the yep. big big girls in the in the class and and she she just has that hesitation to her and and trust me, I would give up my national championships, my Eastern national championships, and and my world point and all the all the awards I've won just to have her at the top one time. Yeah, she's. She's she's my she's my rock and she's my heart frog. She she does everything. I'm gonna tell you she holds this family together. She, she, she does. It, it, and she does. She, yep, she, she is, does. For, for the for the folks who don't realize, they start off at level one and they go all the way up to level six. And and when did Cody get into level six, Rock? Because that's like the highest level of mounted shooting, and he's he's got to be the youngest level six rider there. Actually, we've we've done the we've done our homework on that, and Cody is not. He's actually the youngest level six of age right now. But yeah, if I'm not mistaken, and I may I may have this backwards, but uh, Stephen Wilson, yeah, I think was the youngest ever to to be a level six. Now that was a junior level six. Yeah, and then and then if I'm not mistaken, Chad Little. Was the youngest level six men wise yep. by just a few months, but Cody, yeah. just the, just those two cowboys, Tammy, you know, yeah, just to be mentioned in their name is that is, is an honor is, is yep. an honor. Oh, so those two are great shooters. Oh, for sure. I mean, your whole family are, are wonderful shooters. Whenever it, it times comes to get to the end of the shooters and the top level shooters, everyone stops what they're doing. Everyone turns around and everyone watches y'all because whatever's going to happen, it's going to be good. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your horses, Rock. Uh, what horses? Uh, I know Cody's got a new little Palomino. Um, I think it's a little mare or gelding that he's riding and you have your wonderful horse um, that, that's carried you for the last year to many major championships. Are they quarter horses, or how old are they? Well, actually, Joker is a paint. He's 10 years old. I uh-huh. got him from jo- Joyce McKinney. Yep. Uh, I, I, I bought him when he was a 7-year-old, and he's, and actually I was bragging on him yesterday. He has finally come into his – he's at the top of his game. He, he doesn't do the detours on me anymore, and <laughs> – and uh, I, I finally learned. I finally learned how to sit in the saddle and ride him. Now, as far as Cody's little horse, the Palomina is eighty-six gen. It is a seven-year-old gilding, and I okay. also bought him from Joyce McKinney. Great. Now, you know, and when I bought this horse, I told several people. I said, when Cody Clark gets with Jen, yep, Chad Little's records will fall. They will, yeah, yeah. Jen reminds me so much of the great horse ricochet. Yeah, he is an absolute freak. And when they I are. say that, he he runs so fast, and he can stop on a dime and give you nine cents change. He, yep. He's just awesome. And of course, you know it doesn't hurt that Cody only weighs a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> so how long's that horse been shooting? I mean, how long does it take for those horses to get up to the level that you need them to be to run like that? You know, you know, it's it's funny you, you say that, Tammy. You know, he is seven. He is a seven year old. Yeah, and Joyce has really taken him along slowly, really taken yep. him along nicely. But 
the other day I noticed Jim was coming into, and like I said, we go somewhere every weekend. You know that, Tammy. Yeah, that's and hot the other on these day, The other day, Jim, he, Cody rides him up to the to the gate right before he comes into the arena, and, and Jim hesitates on him. Yep. He he, yep. he backs up two or three steps, and and you know I really think even at a seven year old, and he's been shooting for two and three years, but not quite as aggressive as as we're doing. But yep. I think I think even at that age, they need to be backed off, put back in the field, or done something different, uh, sorting, spinning, exactly. you know, yep. roping. And yep. uh, we actually gave Jen this weekend and last weekend off. And, uh, you Great. know, I, I, really, I really think in this sport or any sport, your horses are, are your main tool. And you need to not get mad at them, not question them. When they're doing something that's out of their characteristic, you need to back up and look at you. Yeah, we believe we believe that too, Rock, even on the English side when, you know, we're believers that if you're venters or dressage riders or jumpers at the top levels, they all take their horses out for a trail ride once a week. You know, they need that mental and physical break and just that little bit of bonding time where you're not working. And, and you know, that's what I told Cody. He, he, he was kind of upset when this happened to him. And, and I told him, I said, Cody, I said, I said, it's you, buddy. I said, in all due respect, I said, Jen is an absolute, he's one in a million horses. You'll never sit on another one that, that's like him, I promise you. I said, but <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to show him that not only are you his friend, but you've got to show him that, that you care for him. And, and, and what he does for you is as important as what you do for him. Right. And, exactly. Uh, I I think he's seen that this weekend because he had to ride a young horse that, <laughs> you know, it, 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 was, it was his cat horse, and, and she's she's just a baby, and she stops, she she detoured on him, and <laughs> and she wasn't, you know, she was scared of the bloom stairs, but when he come out, he says, you know, Dad, he goes, I, I see what you're saying with Jen, he goes, now, and, and also I see what I've got to do with Cat because I've neglected her. Because Jen is so push button, it's hard to leave him at home and and bring her. That is, so that is very well, hard. And we all get a little spoiled that way, I think too. You know, <laughs> he, he, I do. He learned two valuable lessons this weekend and last weekend, and 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 you know, I guess sixteen years old, I wouldn't. Even at 44, I'm still not the smartest fellow in the world. But. Well, now I have an important question: Are the girls chasing him around, or he chasing the cowgirls around? Is he like a rock star with the cowgirls on the tour? A rock star? That's funny. <laughs> That's rock there. I know. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a lot of his, he's got a lot of his daddy in him. He likes the little girls, but but he's also got a lot a lot of his mamas. He's kind of shy, so they're pretty much having to chase him around. Oh, the girls love that though. He's harder to catch. The girls seem to love that at that age, especially. Exactly. I have. We have to let you go. We have another guest coming up here, but I have to say something here, and that is thank. God, you said what you did about your wife and your family all gets along so well because can you imagine those arguments in the house? That would be a pretty interesting argument in that house. Everyone's loaded with guns. I ain't got horses. So I can run all kinds of directions can, and make all kinds of noise. I can see Rock, you know, hiding behind the counter in the kitchen. and would be like cowboys. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. The hiding part, 
you're definitely right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad when everybody in the family can shoot that well. That's not good. That's <laughs> I can hear the I can hear the nine one one call now. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be able to hear anything. <laughs> the cops would be like, "We're not going out there. Sorry, let them shoot it out." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> Please not going. <laughs> Thank you, Rock. We appreciate you joining us. Thank Thanks, you very Rock. much, sir. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> I'll see you at a shoot. Well, he was a lot of fun. Thank you for booking him. What a great old cowboy he is. Old, he's probably my age. Um, what a great <laughs> cowboy he is. <laughs> he's a great guy. And he's a good sport putting up with me for 10 minutes like that. <laughs> I he's just had this, for five I'm sorry, <laughs> the parade thing just cracked me up. I just could have had this vision of them riding down the middle of the street, shooting at everybody on the side. Yeah, I was yeah. sharing the same vision. <laughs> <laughs> with, with them holding balloons. With them holding balloons up, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We're going to be right back, and we're going to we're going to get a little musical on everybody here with one of you, uh, somebody you met a while back, and who I've heard of before, and uh, she really is kind of a big name down there. And is she in Nashville? She is. We're keeping it in Tennessee. We're going to go and visit with Marianne Kennedy. All right, great. We'll be right back. One of the reasons I am so proud to have Equestrian Collections as a sponsor on the Horse Radio Network is they are one of the most innovative companies in the equine retail world. Their website is so easy to get around and offers so much for the shopper. One of those things it offers is numerous online catalogs. Flip through the pages just like a real catalog. Find something you like, click on it, and buy it immediately. One of the catalogs up there right now is the Summer Tent Sale Catalog loaded with savings. Five pages of savings. So you go to equestriancollections.com and click on the Tent Sale Catalog right there on the homepage. And flip away, find stuff you like, and buy it right there off the catalog. It's so cool. That's something you can't do when you're sitting on your couch with a catalog. So you can check out all the different catalogs available at equestriancollections.com. And, you know, we always say it, but it's true. Equestrian Collections does provide the universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Welcome back to the show, and that was Marianne Kennedy. Marianne is a singer and songwriter in Tennessee, and we are going to talk to her about her love of horses and her love of music and just the influence the horses have had in her life. So how about we get Marianne on the phone? Glenn, All right, and we'll let's see talk to Marianne. What she's got to say. Okay, hi, Marianne. How are you doing? Hey, Tammy. <laughs> um, pretty hot down here in Nashville, but doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out to join us. We've got some of your music here we can play, and we're excited to talk to you about how horses have been brought into your career. Great. Well, uh, like my song says, horses and life, it's all the same to me. I, for me, um, since I came out of my mom's womb, it's been <laughs> horses and music. And uh, I've been very blessed with a successful um, career in the, in the music biz here in Nashville for the past 30 plus years and and it's just it's all good you know my, my songs have taken me around the world and bought my ranch so hey 
<laughs> you can't complain about that, puppy. can you? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I wish I, I didn't have that kind of talent. I wish I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. We all just have our different areas, you know, our different fortes, as we say in the music yep. business. So tell us a little bit about your music career. What have you done and, and who have you had the chance to sing with or write with or where have you been? <laughs> well, I uh, uh, thankfully, again, was uh, Grammy-nominated Grammy two times for uh, number one songs. Um, so as a songwriter, um, I'll Still Be Loving You and uh, Ring on Her on her Finger, Time on Her Hands were my first big hits in the 80s, and they were both number ones across the charts and uh, nominated for Grammys. And uh, so, shoot, you know, I had a record deal and a number one record after being in Nashville for three, three years. And, wow. uh, yeah, I was really, really, really fortunate. And, again, it's, it's, it's about talent and persistence and, and belief and all that stuff, but, boy, it's about yep. people. And, yep. and I just ha I met great people who believed in me and helped me. And so it all started back, back then, um, in the late 70s, early 80s. And through the 90s, uh, I was part of a duo called Kennedy Rose. We were kind of like a female Simon and Garfunkel. And lo and behold, and we had written a lot of our hits together and sung on many, many hit records here in Nashville, but uh -huh. lo and behold, of all people, Sting heard our demos. And <laughs> That's not what I expected to hear. <laughs> yes, Sting. I mean, here we are in Nashville, and of course, you know, really well-known in the you know, country music biz, but... Uh, through a mutual friend, uh, Sting heard our music and said, you've got a tour with me. I want to sign you and want you to make records for me. So in the 90s, uh, that that happened. And again, what was what, that what, like? a, what a great experience. <laughs> and then also we worked with Emmy Lou Harris and toured with her and our still personal friends. And so. OK, Marianne, I'm still stuck on touring with Sting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Well, I'm telling you. I mean, that's what I mean. I, you know, to be able to work with some of your absolute strongest influences and heroes, um, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. He's he's a wonderful, you can imagine, um, just a totally devoted artist. Not just a musician, not just a singer-songwriter. He is the real deal. He's an artist. Wow. Wow. I know so, you play some instruments too, Marianne, don't you? I, I yeah, know I've, I've seen on your CDs that I've been listening to that you've got uh, some instruments in there. Yeah, I kind of, um, what do we say, a jack of all trades? I guess I'd be a Jill of all trades. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say but, that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, thanks. Uh, my main, I guess what I'm known for is mandolin. But uh, on my records, I've also played a lot of percussion and drums and and um, some wow. guitar, and, and, but mandolin, I guess, is what I've developed the style. It's what I play with Emmy Lou, and, um, and on, on my records, I do my, my mandolin work. But That is uh, amazing. Yeah. You know what, I, Glenn, I just, anyone who has any musical talent like that, I'm so in envy yeah, of them. Yeah, me too, because <laughs> I have, like, none. Like, not only can well, she hey, sing, she can play yes. instruments, ride a horse. <laughs> Uh, well, look, you can play the radio. But and you know, Marianne, though, I owned an acting company for 10 years. We did 450 shows, and, it, and, it, and their music was a good part of those shows. They didn't allow me to open my mouth. Uh, I was not allowed to make any one musical note because I would screw everybody else. And I played the king, and I wasn't allowed to sing. So uh, there you go. 
God. I, I wish I had more musical talent. I love music. I, I've, and I've listened to old Marianne stuff. And now you, you know what I like so, so much about it? Have you always done country or obviously not? Well, the stuff that, um, that um, I perform was thing. That kind of music, now it would be considered country. It was kind of, uh, again, kind of a, uh, uh, an eccentric, eclectic kind of combination of influences. Yeah, um, sort of where of like the southern rock type. has gone now almost. Uh, right. Yeah. It was more like an acoustic, uh, very contemporary acoustic music, but very, very based on a strong song because that's that's the difference in uh, what I believe in is that it, it really is, being a, being a songwriter, it really is about the song. It's not just about a cool melody. It has to really move somebody. It's got to be a three-minute movie, you know, that that really takes someone on a journey for, in three and a half minutes. So, and I hope um, I'm not being sacrilegious here, but I think that's why Carrie Underwood has resonated with some of her songs, is they really do tell a story that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I think that's that's what people want. Yeah. So yeah. tell us now, how did horses come into the mix? Obviously, well, you were a horse person. I was a horse, yeah, like I said, I, I was born begging for a horse. I, I really believe that, that horsemen are born, not made, and, and, um, and I just came in with the love. And so, in fact, my, my horse Tonka, the little foal who was born, and also who passed and inspired me to start writing songs about my love of horses and my animals and this, this way of life that we, we live that, you know, those of us who love the horses. Um, he was born when I was in Frankfurt, Germany, playing with Sting. And I so wanted to be here when he was born, but that's when the tour came up. So he was actually born then, but um, I sadly lost him to some strange, uh, you know, some strange metabolic syndrome that now is very, very researched, and, and we can help our horses, and now I actually help help people, and I consult with them on horse care. But... Um, but I lost him in 2000, and that's when I started through my grief and just kind of, you know, contemplating what a big part of my life he was in his being here and in his leaving. I started writing these songs. Is that where – I know you've got a song called Hoof Prints on My Heart, and it's about losing, losing a horse. Is that about is, – is that why that song was written? Yeah, that's kind of about losing the different horses and – uh-huh. in a lifetime and that you know that they do lead to a prince on your heart and you learn such lessons and carry such beautiful memories uh from all of them you know um how and, about and we do you mind if we play a little bit of who fits uh, who prints on my heart <laughs> i sure don't mind i i love it thank you all right let's play a little bit and hear what, right. what you're talking about <laughs> Got her back in 63 A gift to us from Grandpa A Shetland she was dappled gray With the flax and tail and mane My cousins and my sis and I Took our turn to ride until we outgrew that little mare. 
you know I have goosebumps just hearing oh, that. I'll tell I you know. why. It's because the next ha- line is, if there's a heaven, she is dead. Oh, you know, I, I got goosebumps. Sorry, I cut it off too soon. Um, I have goosebumps. <laughs> we want people to go back and listen to it. But I have goosebumps because every one of us that's been into horses has owned that pony. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the pony, yes. we, we think back now and we think reverently about that pony, but the thing was a little stinker the entire time we owned it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we loved it. But we loved yeah, it. Yeah, man, influenced our lives, you know? It did. And, you know, you learned to ride on that stinking little pony that would buck you off every two minutes, but that's how you learned to ride. That's how you learned to fall, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just I that, remember scooting under the barbed wire fence, ripping my back, trying to get away from that little thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny how our memory changes time, isn't it? It does change. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess we have to, you know, hence the melancholy. We have to embrace the, uh, the emotion around it. And I, and I guess therein, you know, lies, lies the depth and, and the lessons. Because I think it is about, I guess... I call this, you know, experience here on Earth one big classroom, you know, and we goof around and have fun, but but basically we're here to learn, you know. Yeah. And the te- and the horses are such fabulous teachers, and I think all of us who adore them and embrace them in our lives, that's what we have in common, and and that's what I sing about, and and I guess I'm just singing what's in all of our hearts um, for these wonderful creatures. Now, I, I, my favorite, and I think Tammy has a different favorite here, but my favorite of, your, uh, of yours is the rhythm of the ride. Where did that come from? <laughs> well, uh, I've studied natural horsemanship quite seriously for the last, oh, 10 years or so. I mean, I've had horses my whole life, but I feel like I woke up when I, when I saw Ray Hunt in 99 and, and then started studying the Pirelli program. And, and anyway, it's really changed my life. But, uh, but I have a dear friend who's a high-level uh, instructor, David Lichman, and he's also a musician. And I've uh, we share music and we share uh, our horsemanship. So we were talking about how music really, really can enhance your horsemanship. And uh, I do speak on that and and share that concept with others. And uh, basically, that's it. The rhythm of the ride. It's a natural high. And, you know, we played that actually uh, when we were coming out of the commercial and before we introduced you. And it, it is one of my favorites, and I can listen to that one over and over and over again. Good. Uh, you can ride to it. Yeah, that one is that is a good ride song, that's for sure. Now, now I know, Tammy, you have a different favorite song than me, and that was, uh, which one was that? It's When You Carry Me, and it's just about the horses and how noble they are. And that one gives me goosebumps like the other one gave you goosebumps. <laughs> And that, tell us the story of that one. Where'd that one come from? That one was actually, um, it was, a re- Linda Pirelli requested that I write her a theme song. And, uh, and she, she talks about, you know, riding with fluidity. And I thought, huh, well, what rhymes with fluidity? <laughs> <laughs> you know, go figure. Not anyway, much. <laughs> hey, uh, how am I going to make this a cool romantic song? So, uh, anyway, I, I just thought about it, and, and it is. It, it's about vicarious, you know? Um, so I thought of the title, When You Carry Me, and uh, it, is a ta- it is a dance between horse and man, spirits and unity. Uh, and I will be true when I ride you with fluidity when you carry me. Well, let's take a listen to a little bit of Tammy's favorite song here. Thanks. 
What is this love that runs so deep? We try to be the best that we can be for them with every stride and every move. It's up to us to prove it is a dance between. I can see why Tammy likes that one. And we'll, we'll use that one to play out the show today. So hang around at the end of the show, and we'll play that one through. But I can see. What's your favorite of all your horse tunes? Oh, boy, that's a toughie. I'll tell you, um, musically and just the whole theme, because I'm so passionate about what's going on with the wild horses right now, um, I really love my home. And um, that's a song that um, was truly, again, really, really inspired by Cloud uh, the Cloud Wild Stallion of the Rockies series, uh, which uh, is about a, a famous Mustang. And uh, so I love, I just love my home. Um, it feels very Native American, and it, I can just picture the wild horses when I, when I hear that song. But that's on the uh, Hoof Beats, Heartbeats, and Wings uh, CD. Okay, cool. So where do you go from here? What's next? Well, uh, I do have an, another uh, project that I that I'm promoting and really trying to give back with that I released last year called Who Saved Who? And it's primarily a rescue theme. Um, and so I'm really, really trying to help. And, and that can, Who Saved Who? A rescue horse, a rescue dog, a kitty. You know, we, we think we saved them. And what ends up happening, of course, is with that kind of love, they end up saving us. And um, so I'm trying to do a lot of... Uh, promotion of that so that I can give back more and more to all the various rescue organizations around the planet. And partly, you know, I, I met Tammy through uh, looking into AXA, the American Competitive uh, Trail Horse Association, and that's partly what attracted me besides that I so love how they ride and do the obstacles and wonderful horsemanship, not just trail riding and promote that, but they give back to horse rescues. I was really happy to meet you there, Marianne. That worked out great. Well, again, that's that's what's so great about about this, well, about life, really, is networking. And it's not what you know as much as who you know. And and it's just so great to meet someone who's a kindred spirit like you. And like I said, the whole philosophy of AXA was so attractive to me because of the kind of trail riding. It's not just speed or whatever. It really is about great horsemanship and community, and then the combination of the rescue, giving back to rescues, you know, with my current Who Saved Who CD and wanting to promote that and, and give back to various rescues around the country, it's, it's a great match, and I'm so thrilled to have met you. Oh, it's a great match. And, you know, actors, it, it's about riding for a purpose, not just yeah. so much to improve your horsemanship and challenge, but you know you're doing something to help those horse charities and rescues that really need you. And, and that really goes along with the theme of all your music. 
Thank you. It does, and that's why it feels I feel so honored, and it, it's such a, a great match, and I so appreciate you. Oh, it, well, it's our pleasure. And I think we should tell everybody that you can find her music at MaryAnnKennedy.com. Is that the best place to go? Yes, it is, Glenn. www.MaryAnnKennedy.com. <laughs> and it's spelled just like it sounds. Nothing tricky in that name. That's right. Well, thank you, Marianne. This has been a pleasure. It's been so nice speaking with you. We're going to uh, have to think about which song. Maybe maybe we should play... Um, Horses in Life to play out the, the Oh, today. that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love that we'll song. Play, we'll play the uh, show out today with Horses in Life, and we do appreciate you letting us play some of your music today. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Well, that was terrific. She was absolutely a joy, and her music is wonderful. It is great. I have loved it. And what's best, I can relate to every single one of the songs she sings about. It's great music. She toured with Sting. We see that that didn't mean as much to me as it did you because I know I'm, I'm a little young. older. I, was I like, know. Okay, who? Who's Sting? <laughs> no, that that's like big time. That's like big time. Being on the bus tour with Sting is big time. Well, we're gonna be right awesome. back, and uh, we're gonna tell you a little bit more about what's coming on later in the next couple of weeks. Great. Regular listeners to the Stable Scoop Show know that Helena and I just love Uncle Jimmy's and his fantastic line of products. His products have the highest quality ingredients, and that is why they have taken off like they have. Of course, it all started with Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls for use in the stalls, and then came the squeezy buns. We know you need to reward your horse outside of the stall as well, and that's why Uncle Jimmy's developed Uncle Jimmy's squeezy buns. Squeezy buns are all natural and loaded with nutritional ingredients for your horse. Unlike similar products on the market, they are individually wrapped to preserve freshness and to eliminate mess. With competitive pricing and Uncle Jimmy's quality guarantee, the squeezy buns promise to be a hit among horses and horse lovers alike. Learn more about... Squeezy Buns and all of Uncle Jimmy's products. And to find a dealer near you, visit uncle-jimmys.com. That's uncle-jimmys.com. Well, we'd like to thank all our sponsors for supporting us. That's how we get through this. Don't forget that you can find all the show notes. You can find the videos that we talked about. Uh, we're going to have some videos up there of the shooting of Rock Clark and of his son. We'll put those up there so that you can see how amazing that is. Uh, we'll also have links out to Mary Ann's website. So we're going to put it all there in our show notes at stablescoop.com. And also, we'd love to have your feedback. You can contact us through our website. There's a contact link right there. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Our name is Horse Radio. And are you on Twitter? I am not on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, though, under Tammy Schrantz. And then I have my own website for my shooting horses, which is TexasShootingHorses.com. And Schrantz is spelled S-R-O-N-C-E. <laughs> uh, did I get that right? Yeah, I'm glad you spelled it out because I wouldn't understand with my accent. <laughs> It'd still be messed up. I still love your accent, Tammy. <laughs> well, you can visit all the other shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com. Don't forget the 2010 radio show every night for 15 nights straight during the World Equestrian Games. We're coming to you live, and we'll be giving you wrap-up of every day's events. We'll be there every day starting at 7 o'clock and till 8 o'clock at night when we do our nightly wrap-up show. Oh, I'm going to die after that 16 days. Yeah, but have fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And are you coming? You're going to be here, right? I am. Yep, I'll be up there. So, I'm working with Akthar, so uh, I'll be around. All right, so you, your booth is going to be at the horse park? Yep, yep. We're, gonna, we're going to the World of Christian Games, so that should be really a lot of fun. All right, well, we'll definitely see you there and finally get to meet you in person. 
Great. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tammy, for filling in. Helena thanks you. I thank you. And we'll have you back again soon. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. All right, everybody. We'll be back again next week with The Scoop. Horses in life. It's all the same to me. The reason that my heart keeps beating inside. Horses and life This passion was born at birth Until my last day on earth It'll be life Let me ride Horses and life Just like the air I breathe This love will be in me Till the day that I die See you.